Do you guys see a recording indicator? Yes. Yes. Okay. Beautiful. I like it. Okay. How do you introduce? Oh my gosh. Oh, he doesn't even. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I got it. This is our intro right here. This is awesome. (laughs) This is the intro. Beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) Stop laughing. Stop laughing. Welcome to the For Real Podcast. This is episode two, and we're glad you're here. I am Oren, and I'm welcomed here by four dudes. I was going to have them introduce themselves. I didn't even tell them that, but uh, I'll introduce them, and they'll say hello. I've got Ivan. How's it going? TJ. Hello. And Colin. Hey, yo. Good to be here with you guys, and good to have you listening to the show, everyone who's listening. We're excited to have you. Here's the show's rundown. We have an email and a voicemail from some of our listeners we're going to share. And then we are going to turn it over to Ivan with the top 10 list of the show, which is going to be signs that you are turning into your parents as as 30-year-olds and close to 30. 28. uh, I just turned. We're all very concerned with this top 10 list. Uh, Then we have a wax story, and this is to break the ice. Uh, TJ is actually going to be sharing a personal wax story. And I say break the ice because we would love to hear our listeners' personal wax stories. So if you have one that you think you'd like to share on the show, please email it to us. Or if you're, if you're really uh, feeling like recording something on our voicemail, uh, you, could, you could record a voicemail and we'll, we'll hear it out and see if it's something we'd like to play. Oren, what, what, what defines whack? What, what is considered a whack story? What is whack? Actually, let's have TJ answer that question. I think it would be something that is just goofy or funny or awkward that happened to you in your life, which if, if we're all thinking about it, we've all experienced that probably every day. I don't know if it's podcast worthy, but certainly some of them are. So share your whack stories. We want to hear them. And as long as it abides by tj's definition that's what we want to hear i was also thinking it doesn't have to be uh embarrassing it could be something that could have happened to you in a, in a good way something that is uh maybe a big thing that happened in your life that's that a whack story became a great story something so good and positive that it turned into a whack story <laughs> <laughs> okay and following that whack story from TJ, we're going to have a life hack of the episode. And then finally, we're going to do a game this episode, uh, basically family feud. And uh, this is the first time we're doing this. So we'll see how it goes. If you'd like to email or voicemail or record a voicemail for the show, the email address is hello at fourrealpodcast.com. That's F-O-U-R, 
And then our phone number is 920-4-REAL, and that's F-O-R-R-E-A-L. And we'll like to make it there. as confusing as possible, the F-O-R-R-E-A-L. That is right. Well, you have to think about, right, what are the first three numbers in that, in that number, 920? Yeah. So then you think about what do you have left? Do you have seven numbers left? Yeah. So if you can do simple math. I mean, we could have figured out, like, number, <laughs> number, F-O-U-R. No, that would have been rough. Real, real. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, let's get this show started. And we're going to start by reading our email from uh, the listeners, or the one listener that sent an email this week. And they're also going to listen to our voicemail. And our first email uh, for the Four Real Podcast comes from Jesse. He says, just saying, welcome back from Jesse, a Four Real Podcast faithful. Look forward to hearing future podcasts. Take care to the four of you and stay safe during the pandemic. Jesse, thanks so much for being a loyal listener. We're glad to have you as a friend of the show. And we hope that we can hear from you again in the future. Exactly. Uh, as much as we look forward to future recordings, we look forward to future emails and voicemails. So thanks so much, Jesse. Good to hear from you. And now we'll listen to our first voicemail, and that is from Evan. Let's hear what he has to say. All right, first of all, guys, 10 years ago, bed bugs were a thing, which makes that couch disgusting. That being said, you couldn't pass up the opportunity for that picture. It's a classic. In regards to Wikipedia, Wikipedia is a great source. It helps you win any argument ever. For instance, for years it would have led you to believe that Fred Martin of Fred Martin Superstore is Steve Martin's brother, and I have no idea who is responsible for that. <clears throat> and then lastly, I guess if there was one thing I would say to myself from 10 years ago, it would be don't order the guacamole surprise at a Polish restaurant. Probably would have saved me a lot of heartache. All right, see you guys. Love the show. Evan, great to hear from you. Thank you for that voicemail. Is a guacamole surprise at a Polish restaurant really a thing? I don't know the answer to that. However, I'd like to know more about how that story ended up. I'd like to think I know how it ended up, but I'm going to reach out to Evan and, and see the ramification. I mean, what was the scenario? Like, where was he? Who was he with? Was it like an embarrassing situation? Like, I, I'd like to know more about that. I mean, if it led to heartache, there must be something involved. Heartburn. I, I want to know in that guacamole, like where where was he? Were the was he at a Mexican restaurant and did they have Polish cooks make the guacamole? Because <laughs> if you're eating well, guacamole, say, I mean I don't know. Polish. That's crazy. He's Probably said, a Polish oh, buffet. That, right that next to be. the right next that, to the kielbasa and the schnitzels. That makes the, sense. And the sauerkraut. It, it makes me think about the the question of like when you're at a Mexican restaurant or specific type of restaurant do you ever actually order things that aren't of that culture's restaurant i mean mexican restaurants have hamburgers has anyone ever ordered a hamburger at a mexican restaurant no no i haven't and they also have chicken wings <laughs> i know of people who have i find it odd because it's probably not what they're known for i, I almost wonder if they're doing that just to like be different or to order it to have a conversation starter. 
it's it's a strange choice. I'll, I'll agree with that. It was great hearing from our listeners. We'd love to hear from you for episode three. And we don't know when exactly we're going to record it, but you have some time between hearing this and when we record. So please get your emails and voicemails in and we'll be sure to uh, listen to them and see if we're going to play them on the show. And of course, you can always comment on any episode you're on. If, if you're going to be like me, I kind of binge listen to podcasts. So, I mean, if you're listening to this a year down the road, if we even still exist a year down the road, uh, and you want to comment on a, a previous episode, go ahead and do so. I mean, any topic is open. Let's move on to part two. That's our top 10, the signs you're turning into your parents with Ivan. Let's hear what you got, Ivan. All right. So I don't know about you guys, but when I was younger and heading out the door, whether it be the school or if I was going to, you know, when I first started working, I didn't really pay attention to the weather. So one thing that <laughs> that parents are notorious for is always watching the weather channel. So I, I have to agree that I have also been uh, accustomed to wearing uh, wearing to watching uh, the weather channel. I don't know about you guys, but it's something that I don't want to get caught in the ring. That's, that's a good segue to this top 10 list because I would be interested to know whether Oren or Colin have noticed uh, different ways that they've turned into their parent. I, I think it's one of those things that like we think in our youth, oh, I'm never going to turn to my parents, but we all inevitably do. So I, I, I guess I'm more curious. Oren, Colin, have you noticed anything? Like Ivan, he's checking the weather. I've definitely noticed the weather more. Yeah, you know, I think it all starts with mannerisms and um, the way I laugh, the things I say, the, even the way I walk sometimes, I've been told. But it just, they, that's, that's the surface. I mean, it gets a lot worse, and I'll continue later on. No, I, I, I make definitely... old man noises. I don't know. I make old man noises now. I yes, grunt. I, like I do I... the same. That was one of my things I was going to say. Like when you're getting in and out of the car, it's a, just like a, it's just a normal, uh, <laughs> or like picking something up. Uh, it's, it's just, yeah. Getting out of bed. It's, it's four o'clock at a, a nine to five job. It's four 30. <laughs> when I was younger, I was very much into the idea of, uh, you know, the age old argument of nature versus nurture. Uh, my mom would frequently say that everything was hereditary. It was genetic. And I, I, I always tried to poo-poo that. But the, the older I get, the more I realize, yeah, like I probably just got this from my mom's genes because like I'm just doing these things. And like it's, it's more so as the time that I spend away from having lived with her and growing up in her home, you would think that it's more so when you're a younger kid, you're doing those things like your parents. But I think it's more so as you're getting older. Like the more time you have away from that parents, it's like you're becoming more like them. I think that that's a good point because like many things, you don't really realize how they're affecting you until like down the road. So like when you move out of your parents' house, hopefully everyone has that opportunity. But uh, I think that that's what I noticed more once I moved out is, oh, I do this like that or I do this like mom. This is probably what happened to you, Oren. The, the constant uh, being around 
that type of association. You just inadvertently picked up mannerisms and ways of life that you inevitably turn into your parents. We've got number one, the weather. I have not, uh, I, I have uh, not developed the ability to pay attention to the weather yet. I've been watching the weather since I was like 12. I just have always been fascinated with radar and all that stuff. And I, that was my dream was to be a weatherman, but I think it's just an old man thing. I think, yeah, sorry. I'm, I'm okay. Go ahead, Ivan. <laughs> no, that, I love it. It's also uh, awesome that, you know, the meteorologists can, you know, predict that weather coming on. They're never right though. They can be. <laughs> I mean, six hours. Whenever, from now. <laughs> whenever they say, whenever they say it's not going to rain, it rains. Yeah. 60% of the time they're right. Every time. <laughs> yes. All right. Moving on to number nine or did number two, I think Orin said one. Uh, However you want to do it. Okay. Well, they're really in, I did not number them, but anyway. So this is in no particular order. No particular order, but I ha- I do put them in, my last ones are a little bit in a particular order, but the um, number two is you start like realizing that you don't want the lights on or you start turning off uh, the fan um you don't keep the refrigerator door open you don't leave running water on you start to become and think you start to become uh, in the mentality of not being so uh wasteful yeah i i can definitely attest to that like as a homeowner i think consistently about that my wife would say differently because like in the beginning of our marriage i was that guy like make sure you turn off the lights and make sure you do this to save but actually chloe has now turned into that like i'll leave a light on she's like what are you doing i'm like oh i'm sorry i'm sorry so she's more conscious of that than i am now i i agree with this one and i agree with tj about the conservative with our uh usable things but when it comes to lights that's one that now that we have leds you could leave all the lights on in your house all day every day and in that one year, you, you're using less electricity than a 24-hour period with old incandescence. So I really don't care about lights. In that stint, Orin, that we were living together, I do remember uh, you always telling us to, or telling me to keep everything off <laughs> and the lights. <laughs> well, I, I didn't have LEDs at that point. Very, very true. <laughs> I think it's just that old school mentality. Like I still think about my parents like making sure that I turn the lights off or just save things. But yeah, LEDs is a, definitely a game changer. That's pretty much all we have in our house. It's the first, one of the first upgrades I made in the house is changing all our lights to LEDs. They, this conversation is turning into our parents right now. We're talking. About- <laughs> Are you guys conservative about uh, how much water you use? I'm not. I'm not really. I don't really think about it. I mean, the only time is I will turn the water off, like when I'm brushing my teeth, because that was something that was instilled in me as a kid, like turn the water off instead of letting it run. I care about water because I know the energy. I, I know what it takes to get it to me. And I know that I'm spoiled living at, on a great lake. Um, I don't have to care about water because where I live, we're not built for water. But regardless, I, I still pay attention to it. I think that is a very good point. Because um, my dad, uh, he was born and raised in Guatemala. And when he moved to the States, he was still accustomed to turning off the shower when he's right, you know, when he doesn't need to use it right now, he'll turn it off and then he'll turn it right back on. I have not adopted that, but my dad till this day still does that. 
when he showers. Hardcore. All right. Good points. Um, number three. Uh, number you three. Or eight. Number. Well, I thought we've we done two. Up. I thought we've only done one. That was two. Oh, okay. We've done two. Oh, weather I didn't know that weather was one. Of yeah. And products. And products. Okay. So um, this will be talking about um, your posture. I know I have had a slouching problem when I was younger and that has become something that I've always have have put my mind to. And you know what also helped was weightlifting. Weightlifting has helped my posture. Um, And this is kind of grouped in with also your study habits and exemplary uh, manners. So they kind of grouped this together, but um, I, yeah, I don't know how they did that, but those are something that I guess your mind as it progresses and it matures, you start thinking about your posture and how your mind works and also how you want to treat others. I'm almost wondering if the, the way they're trying to say that is like your body language, because I, I think about that. Um, I, I think I'm more aware of it than ever, especially in the zoom era. Like I can watch the way I'm coming across and I've learned about myself. Like when I'm in, a poor mood or if I don't like something, I know how I'm reacting. I can see it in my body language. So I've tried to improve that. So body language is definitely something I'm aware of making sure I don't, you know, wear my heart on my sleeve too much and get too flustered. This seems to kind of just fall in line with just improving personal habits in general, uh, which is something we're going to talk about in the life hack. But um, I've definitely uh, started worrying about habits like posture and those sorts of things, but not, not because I actually like I'm thinking about it's because I have pains from sitting at a computer all day long. And because I know my posture is messing up my back and my joints and my muscles. And it's physically like a pain in my, in my back. So I've been trying to get better about my posture. Colin, you were talking about stretching last episode, but the other thing I was thinking about with you, because I think you probably have the heaviest lifting job. I lift heavy things, but I don't think I lift anything as heavy as you do. Like you probably think about proper lifting techniques. Yeah. You know, I try, I try to think, I, I didn't think as much when I was younger, but I definitely, as I'm getting older. Yep. Yeah. The body tends to uh, get a little fragile when you get older. Let's get ergonomic. Lift with your legs. <laughs> Lift with your legs, not your back. You need to be ergonomic. <laughs> All right. Something that I have come across, I think I just learned of current slang expressions. You know, sometimes we were always in the know, probably because we were in school. Bro, so that's fire, bro. That's, that's fire. fire. That's okay. lit. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. So this, is, this is number, number four. four. So, bro, that slaps, dude. That slaps. Cap. What do you guys think I, cap means? I've never heard cap. Uh, put a cap uh, on it, like stop talking. Like, no, you capping. You capping, bro. You wearing a hat? <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. You capping. I, uh, I was actually thinking along the same lines as Colin. Like, is it a rat? Like, that's a rat. Warren, what do you think? <laughs> I have no idea. It means you're lying. You're capping. Okay, okay well. Do you know where that comes from? No, I I don't. I don't mm. know where it comes from. Uh oh, that's big cap. Like oh, that's a big lie. Uh, bet. 
Yeah, current slang expressions make is you this, feel confused. Is this in the top ten list that sad. you found? <laughs> yeah, no, they they do make me feel sad for sure. Because I don't when I don't know them, I'm like, wow, wow, I'm old. I I have felt this for the past five years. <laughs> or so. It makes me think about a very short story. I like liked a song that was really popular on the radio, and then uh, I'm I'm with a group of people and a, a much younger person um it says oh i love this song it's a banger and i'm like what? oh yeah, yeah and then i immediately i'm like you know what i don't know if i can like this song anymore <laughs> really oh <laughs> i used i use that slang word bangers that's about bang- bet you ever heard anyone say the after something you said to go bet i heard bet and i was like wait what'd you just say like bet i'm I like bet, bet what <laughs> I, 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 it's it, i guess it's like you bet but they just like Hey, you want to go out tonight? Bet. Like you can count on me. Yeah, you can count on me. Like yeah. put a bet on it that I won't do it. Right. Okay. Has the expression uh, of uh, tea been, has that come and gone or do they still use that? Like I'm going to spill the tea or I've got some good tea. Like I've got good gossip or whatever. <laughs> I've never. Heard that. I heard that one time and I had no idea what they were talking about. And then I was told and yeah, just like the list said, I was, was not happy. <laughs> All right. So now we're talking about how we buy our own clothes. Well, we probably, well, up to a certain age, we probably started buying our clothes. So this one is uh, talking about inclined to buy your clothes a comfy size too big instead of a torturous size too small. I've always been uh, on the baggier side. So uh, I don't know how it really doesn't really fit with me, but. That was a pun right there. It doesn't fit with me. (laughs) That was really good. I like that. I went through the phase of everything was extremely a size not not fair. Yeah, agreed. I'm sure you guys remember. Uh, so I have definitely graduated to the these. I want my clothes to be comfortable. Not quite like the the size too big. Like I need some extra space in my collar when I have my button button for a tie. That's a little much. I like it to fit well, but. No more tight fitting. I, I just want to say that I'm very glad that you graduated from wearing a size too small, Warren. Yes, I that agree. was a, that was a rough time to be your friend. <laughs> <laughs> I know his uh, his sleeves were basically shredding every time he flexed. <laughs> yep, gotta get a new shirt every time. All right, talking about uh, size. Um, a lot of people just buy sh- like they would buy shoes just for the style. But now you start thinking shoes should be comfortable. And I yeah. actually. OK, go ahead. No, I was going to say this goes along the line. Have you guys ever heard of crispy boys when they refer to uh, the, the white Nikes that dads wear? No, Check I've never cr- heard of that in my yeah. life. Check out the crispy boys on those on that dad, you know, <laughs> Is this one of the slang words? No, this is not a slang whatever? word. It's a it's a term to ref- well, I guess maybe, but it's a term to refer to the white Nikes that older dads tend to wear. Yeah, I've actually ditched Nike because of their comfort level. It's just it was not there. So oh, so I'm you're like, going? Oh, you're talking about comfort of shoe, not style. Yeah, you start thinking shoes should be comfortable. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. you're gonna buy some New Balance instead of some some Nike. Yeah. Or- you're gonna buy orthopedic shoes, uh, <laughs> or some 
Or like you're going to buy the shoes with the Velcro strap because they're easier to tie. The Reeboks. <laughs> I don't think I've gotten to that point. I, I'm still, not that I buy shoes that often, but I, I'm not buying shoes that are super, outside of work boots. I mean, that's the only thing I'm really that concerned about comfort. Oh, absolutely. All right, moving on. Um, you realize that it is more important to be kind than to be witty. I find that too. Um, I try to be kind, more kind, uh, show kindness uh, to others as much as possible. But there are some times where, you know, you want to say something very sarcastic, but you think about the, the repercussions of what could happen. Definitely am on board with feeling that because the older you get, the more you think about how others feel, um, which is a good thing uh, to think about how others feel. Uh, I, I definitely have gotten out of the sarcasm. I am still sarcastic, but not nearly as much. I think you learn to enjoy the laughs within. You, don't, you, you, you learn to not need to express it externally. You can still enjoy it inside your own head, but you know better. And you just learn to like your don't own. Don't you jokes, always show it on your face? And, I mean, like... I can't control my facial expressions very well with whatever's going on in my head. I think that goes with body language. Like you, your face kind of make it, you're readable with your face, which I think we all are at times. Some of us have a better poker face than others. I wholeheartedly agree with that one. All right. I agree though. Kindness is very important. Oh, I mean, absolutely. Who doesn't like, who doesn't like being around a kind person? It, it's so important if you want to have healthy relationships. To be that was kind. such a wonderful comment, TJ. Thank you. Oh, you're so kind, Colin. I, you know, I'm now I know why I like you. <laughs> it goes hand in hand with Colin Jones. Wait, is Colin laughing is. with him? Look at his face. I can I can read him like a book. He's showing kindness right now. All right. Speaking of which, Ivan, what is going on <laughs> yeah. over there? It so, is so dark. It is very dark. I'm going to finish. Bro, I always see all your teeth and your headphones because they're white. So I'm just going to end my segment and then uh, and then I'll put on the lamp. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's it? <laughs> no, no, no. Oh. <laughs> you got two more. Oh, okay. Good. All right. So one big thing that I found is that, okay, I'm just going to mention it. You know where to find the bathroom in every grocery store and home improvement outlet in town. Now, my dad is notorious for going to the bathroom before leaving the house. And I'm like, that's why does he do that? But now it's like, sometimes you just got to go and you got to find that bathroom. It's called planning ahead, really. You don't want to get out in a situation and just and just have to go somewhere. I mean, that's obviously I think that's why you know where the bathrooms are in public places. But uh, just a personal experience here. My dad is a very, is a man of habit. He's very habitual. And uh, every morning we're going to work. We have to stop at this rest stop off route 90 every morning. He's like clockwork to use the bathroom. <laughs> and I can't even tell you that he really has to go every single morning, but he just goes anyway because he's a man of habit. So he goes right before we get in the truck. 10 minutes later, we're stopping at the rest stop. And hopefully he doesn't listen to this because he's going to be like, you're driving yourself from now on. But is he coming back with like a cup of coffee too? Or is it like true? Just always just to go to the bathroom. No, you know, it's funny because um, the guy at work made the comment that my dad never takes bathroom breaks during work. 
he only does it either at lunch or before. He's very old school. That was the old school mentality was you don't use the bathroom until you're given a break by your boss. And so he just has this mindset that he plans. He, he just he, he has trained his body to go when it needs to go. I can understand that because like my my employer, um, I'm, I'm working in homes a lot. And he, he's told me that he really prefers that I not use uh, the restroom. Like he, he views it as kind of unprofessional. It's only like emergency use only. And so, I mean, like, yeah, I time it uh, like, like your dad almost. My body like just knows now is not the time. With this number, Ivan, there's a reason why I called for the bathroom break before we <laughs> started recording. Very true, Orin. All right. I'm glad I can see you again, Ivan. <laughs> <laughs> so the way this is, like, our the apartment doesn't have any lights ahead or above, so I have yeah. to – and my fan was going, so I had to, like, you know, quickly do that. Well, Colin was saying his story, so sorry, Colin. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. And so number one, for me, I think, or number 10, is you daydream about getting a good night's sleep. Yes wholeheartedly agree i i when my day when i'm done with work i'm already planning what i need to do before nine o'clock because i know for a fact after dinner i go to my room or whatever and i lay down turn the tv on or read whatever like i'm done that's it like i know i'm gonna fall asleep it's just because and that's the way my dad is i've become like my dad my dad it right after dinner gets on the couch or in the chair it's a given by eight o'clock every night he's out So do you, do you, I think this, this, this number 10, it's saying like, in my head, I'm reading it as you're daydreaming about getting a good night's sleep because you aren't capable of getting a good night's sleep. Do you get a good night's sleep, Colin? Yeah. Oh yeah. Wait. I, I Okay. So you don't have a problem. You don't have a problem with getting a good night's sleep. You just plan to make sure that it Yeah. Happens. Well, what was I even saying? I don't understand. Yeah, no, it's a yeah. You daydream about getting a good night's sleep. So yeah, it's you're daydreaming about man, I want to sleep good tonight, or like I wish I can get good sleep. Oh, you're dreaming of it because you're you didn't sleep well the night before. Oh, right. oh, well then, yeah. Oh, see, this was not very explained very well. I also I also think that um, we have to think about who we are as as four guys. None of us currently have children. So I almost think that this one was written in for those that are turning to their parents because like they are parents now and they can't get a good night's sleep because, you know, they're taking care of the kids. They're, 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 you know, constantly managing the kids. And then before you know it, it's one in the morning and they still haven't slept well. So maybe that's what this one is talking about. Your daydream about getting a good night's sleep because you just, you can't. That, but that, to be honest, like, I, yeah, like you said, absolutely. But like, there are times where I can't go to like I can go to sleep, but staying asleep that's my problem. Like I can't just stay asleep. There, yeah, so there'd be times really? where like, man, I just want to sleep through the night. Maybe you just it, need to work harder during the day, Ivan. Yeah, right. But it's kind of <laughs> hard when I'm sitting down all day. I, I'm interested because like I have that same. I don't know if it really is an issue. Like I, I'll wake up a couple times during the night. I am interested in doing like a sleep study. This is turning into such an old man podcast. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, because I don't want to pay for it. My insurance doesn't cover it. Again, this is really turning into an old man podcast, but 
the point is that I would be interested to see what a sleep study says about my sleep. I don't think I have a sleeping problem there. I'm just interested in the results. Yeah. I think they even have sleep studies that you can do at home without a doctor even being physically there. But like you said, if your insurance doesn't cover it, I don't know how much something like that. The costs. closest Probably thing I'll have to a sleep study is like when you have a smartwatch and it monitors your heart rate. So it tells you, you know, about your sleep. I've had that. Like, that's kind of cool to know how much you actually slept. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, a smart meter by, I never know how to pronounce their name. Why things? I'll send you a link. Tech to talk. It's like a hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah, Tech Talk. I'll send you a link, TJ. I forget what it's even called. Ignore me, everybody. But it sounds like it'd be up your alley. So there you now, go. do you get? I have. I have. Is that it for the list, Ivan? That is it, my brother. I have some honorary mentions in this list. Do you? Any of you guys cut the lawn? Cut grass? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I have to. If I don't do it, no one else will. Now, I, do you cut the grass and just like like whatever? I get it done. I just put the lawnmower away or do you admire the grass after you cut it? I don't think I admire it, but I, you know what, it, going into that, I have, I was mowing it. Um, and then I wasn't satisfied with it. And I realized why I wasn't satisfied with it is because I didn't have an edger. So I went out and you I mean a weed, a weed whacker. Yeah. A weed, a weed whacker. whacker. That is also, it's an edger and a weed whacker. So like, because my lawnmower, obviously everyone knows this who mows lawns, I guess, is you can't get those edges because like, it's not possible, like against the side of the house or, or whatever. All right. So when right. I went out and got an edger, I was super happy with my lawn cutting. If you want to do it the real way, the dad way, I watched my father-in-law do it. I'd never had seen anybody do this before. I just never bothered to learn how to do this. You use a shovel. There's like a, a technique that you can use a shovel to make it look unbelievable compared to one of the weed whacker. Oh, things. like he's just, he's just digging up the sides. Yeah. You use like a spade. There's a specific way that you can like cut that edge of grass just yeah, to make it. That's, that's when you turn lawn mowing into almost like a hobby. And I'm not there yet. I don't think I'm ever going to be, but I, I'm not <laughs> knocking it. I'm just saying that that's not what I'm going to spend my time on. That is the art of cutting the lawn. And or- I don't have a lawn worth doing that, yes. quite frankly. <laughs> or I might not know this, but like, there was a specific way when, when we were living together, going back to living together. Like when we were cutting, well, I had to cut the lawn for Oren's backyard. I had a specific way of cutting it and it looked really good. I liked it. I enjoyed it. Do you guys care about the lines when you cut grass? That's what not I was trying to do. No, mm. just, just get it done. Well, you, you, your, grass, your grass has to be in incredible shape in order to make that happen. Right. Um, Yeah. Yeah. That goes back to like why my lawn isn't worth it because I'm not really mowing the grass. I'm mowing the weeds. (laughs) I mean, it's all green, but it's definitely not grass. When you guys uh, are eating snacks, like say for example, peanuts or cashews or whatever, do you shake, shake them in your hand before you pop one in your mouth? That's a very, (laughs) that's a very dad thing. How about waving a steering wheel, a steering wheel wave? You give the old, you know, that's a very dad thing. I like doing that. How about chair naps? You guys take chair naps? Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> chair naps. I haven't reached that level yet, but uh, I, yeah, I'm waiting to get there. Chair naps are so refreshing. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we've, we're wrapping up this top 10. Thank you, Ivan. That was You're actually welcome. quite enjoyable. 
it was it was quite old man podcast of us. Uh, but let's move on to TJ's wax story. I'm curious to hear his personal wax story. And again, please, if you have any personal wax stories you would like to share, please write uh, to hello at fourrealpodcast.com or send a voicemail or record a voicemail, 9204real. Go for it, TJ. All right. Well, the first thing I need to ask is, um, do you guys have a specific way um, when you get out of the shower or bath, if you take a bath, I'm not knocking that, uh, that you dry yourself? Again, let's not go into details, but do you have a specific way? Yes, I have a, yeah. a routine that's like like Colin's dad. It's a habit. <laughs> yeah, it's the same way every day. There's a method, and, and you know it's tried and true, and you do your thing. Well, I have a little bit, a little story. Um, I'm not going to give away the ending. I'll just go into it. So I was uh, I was working at, at a place in, in which uh, the the understanding was uh, I would work for this establishment and uh, they would take care of uh, many things for me. One of those things was room and board. So I had a place to stay. Um, much like when you're a maintenance uh, guy, you know, maybe they give you a free apartment. So it was much like that. Um, so I had, yeah, I had an apartment and the first apartment that I had, I, I mean, I was sharing it with people too. I wasn't by myself. I had a few roommates and, and the roommates were not the most enjoyable uh, of roommates. It's not that they were bad people by any means, but uh, they were a little bit younger and, you know, a little bit messier, you know, left some stuff around and uh, invaded my personal space at times, uh, left things like on my bed. I didn't like that. So <laughs> do you get your clothes off my bed <laughs> that, that oh no weird. i mean like I'm, I'm not saying that like yeah they were they were they were good guys you know what it was that they were they were they were just young they were just young all right moving on so um i was informed though that i was going to be getting a new room um so uh, i was i was at work still and i was talking with with the people I was working with and, and they heard that I was getting a new room and this was going to be an upgrade. This was not just going to be, cause where I was, I was basically like in a studio apartment, but now I was moving to like a one bedroom apartment and I knew the layout of the room was going to have one bed in the bedroom. And I'm thinking how luxurious would it be if I would be able to get that one bed and I would actually have like my own bedroom. So I'm talking with um, who I'm working with and, and they're like pumping me up. They're like, you know what? You just need to, you just need to go and, and like put like your stuff on the bed. Like you should take off work early, just a few minutes early and just like rush over there and put some stuff on the bed so that, you know, they can't claim it. Like that'll be yours. And they talked me into it. So I'm like, you know what? You're right. I got to do this because I, I really want the bed. So I rush over there and I opened the door and what do you think I saw guys? What do you think I saw? What's the one thing you would never want to see? Considering the introduction to the story, it sounds like it has to do with towel drying. Bingo. So I <laughs> open the door and all I see is some old dude drying himself off in the middle of the living room. <laughs> <laughs> and as soon as I open that door, he's, specifically using the scissor move 
I'm, I'm sure everyone's familiar with the scissor move. I think we also call it the floss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, the current, yeah, the, yeah, the, 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 the flossing I mean, method. It's kind of like the floss dance move. Right. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I see that and I'm just shocked beyond all shock. And he exclaims to me, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> the country and accent makes my, it. And my immediate reaction is, you got it. <laughs> Close the door. And then uh, called the people that were in charge of uh, assigning the rooms. And I mean, you know, in, in a state of shock, I, I just say, there's some old dude in my room. <laughs> but was he, supposed to, was he supposed to be there? You know what? He was. So the, the, the people that were in charge of giving me that room, they didn't share every single detail of what was happening. So I was going to have the same roommates moving over to this room. However, they didn't tell me that my other two roommates were not going to move until a few days after this other person that was occupying the room was going to leave because he was his time was up uh, in that room. So they just tell me, oh, yeah, that's uh, that's Bert. Yeah, he's going to be there for the next few days. And uh, yeah, you're just going to have to live with him. So then I, I mean, I had to take the walk of shame and go into the room again and say, hi, Bert, uh, I'm TJ. And I'm really sorry that I caught you in this situation. But uh, we're just going to have to live with each other and maybe not talk about this for the next couple of days. <laughs> OK, I have to know, though, did you get the bedroom? I got the bedroom. I I got the bedroom. And let me tell you, uh, if I had to do it over again, if that's what it took to get that bedroom, I would have done it. I absolutely wow. would have done it. It was <laughs> worth it. It was so luxurious. Well, I find it I find it kind of surprising because usually there's no shame with old guys when it comes to uh, drying off and, and oh, especially, yeah. especially locker rooms. Yeah. <laughs> old dudes have no shame in the locker room. Okay, hold on. Here, here's here's the qualifier though. How quickly did you burst into that room because you were so energized to get that bedroom? There was there must have been some sort of period of startlement. Oh yeah, yeah. It's I mean, just imagine that you're going into your house and like if you lived by yourself or if you're married and or have a family, you knew everyone was gone. You open the door completely expecting yourself to be alone and there's just like some stranger in your living room <laughs> drying himself i mean it's just as shocking as it could possibly be because it's not at all ever what you were if i had a million guesses as to what i would see behind that door i would have never guessed that in a million years very shocking it is very whack very <laughs> um mentally scarring do i <laughs> as well uh I would just like I would just like to know like I mean man he had like all the room he had a bedroom he had the bathroom he yeah was the living room <laughs> yeah I thought it was an interesting choice <laughs> because I mean clearly he's not showering in the living room he's got a bathroom and so like I I guess it's one of those things of if you're a single person that's a good question like do you do things as a single person that would be out of the ordinary because you're enjoying like your single life clearly this guy was because he was thinking you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna take a shower and then i'm gonna dry off in the living room just because i can't did he have flip-flops or anything for his feet no not even flip-flops he's just yeah soaking wet on the, <laughs> on the, on the, on the carpet <laughs> on the carpet the carpet's getting damaged it's not yeah, even his yeah. room he's damaging 
a room that's technically not even his. I don't know if water that you take from a shower into the living room <laughs> is damaging the carpet. I'm sure. Long term, if that happened every single day, it would be damaging. I don't know if he's not going to be doing it every day, though. So, yeah, that was definitely something I, I've, I've shared many, many times because it's a pretty funny whack story. Thank you, TJ. One more point. Just coming as a single person, I do not. I do not find that liberty to dry off in the my living room. <laughs> Is there, there, there's probably a reason for that though. Yeah. But I mean, still, if my, if I wasn't with my parents, I would not do that. Trust me. It's different. No. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I would do it for sure. <laughs> it's very liberating. I mean, I've experienced it actually, but. <laughs> <laughs> I've always, but you know, I've had roommates just when the, you know, the roommates aren't home or they're not going to be home. And then they burst in the door <laughs> in college. Yeah. And then you're the guy. Yeah. The Get out of here. <laughs> I'm just usually like, hey, what's up, guys? But DJ, thank you for that wax story. We hope that this gives you an idea of the wax stories that we're looking for. We'd love to hear yours. I had one. I thought you had one more. You're not sharing that this week. Well, you know what? We'll we'll share it another time, but you know, we'll save it for hopefully the next episode. We'll have someone call in with a with a whack story, but we'll share that story for another time. You know, I only have so many stories. So if I share them all in one episode, I'm gonna have nothing to contribute for the rest of this show. Thanks again, TJ. Let's move on to our life hack of the episode. For this episode, I have another. I don't have a specific app necessarily, but just the concept of an application called a habit tracker. If you've never used one, basically, have you guys ever had an issue developing a habit that you really wanted to develop? Maybe something as simple as like flossing every night. Without a doubt. Yeah. And do you have anything to try and help you keep on track that actually motivates you to stick to it? uh motivation wise no not really nothing no mm -mm. okay i have two so how how are how is your habit of flossing going it's been getting a lot better within the last few years for okay. sure non-existent okay wow bro gotta get on that man root canals are expensive so this is where the habit tracking application comes in into the picture basically the gist is it's the, it's the kind of thing where you create the chain. And once you have a chain going, you never want to break the chain. It's a psychological thing. So you have an app on your phone that you tell it, hey, I want to floss every night. And then you start to check off when you floss. And then the you towel start... or with, with, the... <laughs> with the towel? Uh, with the towel. Oh, okay. And as you start to develop that chain and that habit, there, there's just this thing that comes to you that you just don't ever want to break it. And so the, 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 the power of this chain helps keep you on track. Naturally, there's going to be a day when you have to break it. But um, so in terms of developing habits, this chain method has helped me in a bunch of different aspects of life, flossing being one of them. I've recently started stretching in the morning, Colin. And oh, that is nice. one of the habits that I have uh, because I just have back issues and leg issues 
So I need to get into it. I mean, I'm not getting any younger. So I put that as one of the habits. Um, I have reading a chapter of the Bible every day. I have, um, uh, what else do I have? Well, you get the point. If there's something that you want to do that you want to develop the habit of that's going to be beneficial to your life and that is extremely difficult to have the motivation to do, I recommend checking it out. Um, the one that I use is called Habitify. It's on iPhone and Android. So that's the one I would recommend checking out. I had, a, I, you know, I wasn't expecting this segment to go this way. I thought that what you were sharing, and I don't know if this is what the app does as well, but I thought that what you were going to share was like an app that tracks your habits on like your phone. That's, is that not the same thing? Like, Hey, I'm using my phone too much, or you're looking at social media too much, or that's not the same kind of thing. No, this is, this is different. This is not a habit breaker. This is a habit maker. Exactly. Correct. And what's, what's, I, what I think is interesting is as you develop good habits, I think your natural tendency is to want to get rid of the bad habits in your life. Like, have you, have you guys ever started really getting to the gym on a regular basis? And then you just see your eating habits improve without you even really thinking about it. It just happens because you want it to happen because you're putting so much effort and energy into this other thing that it's just like this synergistic growth of good habits. Um, so, but it's, it's up to you to figure out what those habits are that should be developed and to put them in the app. So some of the qualifiers for the app and the reason I picked Habitify, I needed a way of creating notes for each day because I wanted to know, I wanted to have like a little indicator as to, um, I, I mentioned reading the Bible. I wanted to put the chapter that I read, or, um, this also gives you the ability to put reminders which I didn't used to use. Um, I, I've recently restarted using this habit app and I never used to use reminders because I just hated notifications because I get so many. But having those reminders is forcing me to think about it when I should be doing it because you can tell exactly when you want it to happen. So it's, it's kind of like another motivational push. And um, it's just kind of like use, you're going to get notifications anyway. You might as well use them to help you benefit yourself. I think that's a great uh, suggestion though for for people to maybe try out anything that works really, I guess is what I'm getting at because I'm a big believer in making sure you set not just long-term goals because everyone has long-term goals, you know, whatever they may be, you know, I want to have a specific type of job. I want to be self-employed or um, I want to be married or I want to have a house or, you know, whatever your goals are. Um, but those don't happen overnight. And a lot, and I mean, I think we all would agree that those long-term goals are an effect of short-term goals that you set for yourself. So it's really important to have those short-term goals, um, daily goals, weekly goals, monthly goals. And so if that's what's going to get you on track uh, to completing those things, it's such a healthier way to live too. You feel better about yourself. You, you want to feel good about yourself. It's healthy to have a, a, a good level of pride, not too much pride, but a, a good amount of self-confidence is probably a better term for it. Mm -hmm. So does it notify you throughout the day? Like, Hey, have you done this yet? Or you need to do this? Not necessarily. The one that I'm using, you can only set like one reminder. 
Uh, uh, so there, there are probably apps out there where you can set several reminders for one habit. Um, but I'm getting into the habit of checking whether or not I did the thing. I'm looking at my list at the end of the day, uh, which is not probably the best practice because it's the end of the day. And then there's things that I should have done that I don't want to do because it's the end of the day. Yeah. Because of the chain that I don't want to break, even though it's the end of the day, I'm still getting the, the energy to force myself. I've also found that leaving notifications on for a lot of apps are actually, they actually make it worse for you. Because a lot of these apps are finding ways to say, hey, so-and-so posted this, or hey, this went on sale, or hey, these, you know, this stuff popped up. I feel like a big way to limit a lot of time wasted, specifically you mentioned social media or phones or whatever, is just to turn the notifications off for a lot of those things. For sure. And if you, if you do that, but you have notifications like this turned on, you're going to know that the notifications are important. So chains is another one, Warren. I don't know if you you remember that one. That's the one I'm using currently. And it does have the notifications of however habits you have on. Like, so for instance, I think I have about like six, eight or nine. And so if the ones I haven't checked off, it tells you, hey, you have six notifications on this app. And so you got to go to that app and actually, and that forces you, as Orin was saying, to get that done, even if you don't want to, and you have no energy or, but you want to keep that habit going, you, you accomplish that, that chain. So it's, it's pretty cool. I like it. Chains is another good one. Um, I know I've been using it for the past month and it's been helping me keep on track of my goals. And that's what TJ was saying, have a plan. How was that spelled? C H A I N Z or no, S? Just, just, <laughs> no, it's just chains. Thanks. <laughs> I think C H A I N S chains. Okay. A couple others that I know about are Habit Bowl, uh, B-U-L-L. And then there's another one I used, Seven Weeks, the number seven weeks. Um, so there, there's many, many on the app stores. Please check them out. It might do you some good uh, if you need some extra motivation. Okay, that wraps up our life hack of the episode. Please check out a habit tracker. L let us know by email or phone if you start using one and if it helps you. And now we're going to move on to our game. And TJ is going to get us started with some family feud. Yeah, games. Game, game. All right. Does this so, mean we're does this mean we're all one big family? Yeah. Oh. Or yeah. is it or are we two families? Because don't you need two families? <laughs> yeah, and actually brings up a good point. So we can't really play family feud on this podcast like the game is normally played. But if anyone who's familiar with the game, which I think most of us probably are. Uh, you, you have the game portion of looking at different surveys and then the team that wins goes into the bonus round. Well, that's what we're going to be playing this evening, uh, gentlemen. Uh, we're going to do the bonus or fast money part of Family Feud. So we're going to have five uh, rapid fire questions and then you're going to give me an answer and then we're going to record those answers. We're going to see how uh, it relates to the survey, which obviously it gives you points. And then we're going to see who wins. So we'll we'll do this one at a time. Um, who would like to go first? Oren, you want to go first? The host. Sure. Let's All do right. it. So I got to make sure that I write this stuff down or we'll just have to remember because then I've got to look at the points. Are you going to have a timer? Uh, it's not really timing. It's just, it's kind of, I don't have a timer. It's it's just one of those things where it's, it's understood that... Um, you're going to answer quickly. Okay. So not my, not my strong suit. 
Oh, no time limit. That's yeah, that's, because yeah, your speech patterns are not going to help with no. this game. <laughs> I'm going to be stammering and stumbling all over the place. Don't tell stories either. No, no stories. <laughs> so it's like rapid fire. If you're familiar with the old podcast, rapid fire questions. So it's almost going to be named that. So uh, Ivan and Colin, can you? in any way mute your audio so that you don't hear the questions because that would be an unfair advantage yeah are you gonna signal us when yeah so we'll go orin ivan colin so when i when i uh signal ivan connect and then so ivan you can hear me right now right you shouldn't be able to hear me i'm gonna mute my yeah i'm gonna mute right now yeah just like take your headphones out or something okay all right colin and ivan cannot hear us all right Oren, you ready? Yeah. All right. Rapid fire questions. Here we go. Name something that a big brother teaches his little brother to do. How to shave. Okay. Name something that a nurse asks you to do before the doctor comes in to examine you. Remove your clothes. Okay. Name something you've been, name something you've seen people chase. A cat. Okay. Tell me something that can be frustrating to use for the very first time. A computer. Okay. Tell me something that you might accidentally throw into your garbage that would send you digging for it. Wedding ring. All right. That's the, that's the five. Good okay. answers. Thank you. I, I, I'm not happy with one of them. Well, we'll, we'll see how happy uh, you are after... We do these rounds. Okay. Ivan, are you back with us? I am back. All right. Are you ready for your questions? I am. All right. Here we go. Name something that a big brother teaches his little brother how to do. Tie a shoe. Name something that a nurse asks you to do before the doctor comes in to examine you. Uh, Blood pressure. Check your blood pressure. Name something you've seen people chase. Money. Tell me something that can be frustrating to use for the very first time. Driving. Tell me something that you might accidentally throw into your garbage that would send you digging for it. Keys. All right. Colin, are you back with us? Yeah. Yeah. Or or Orn was waving his arms to put my headphones in. All right. Thank you, Orn. Rapid fire questions for Colin. Oh, here we go. Name something that a big brother teaches his little brother how to do. Drive a car. Name something that a nurse asks you to do before the doctor comes in to examine you. Uh, brush your teeth. Okay. Name something you see. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll preemptively say not a good answer. Name something you've seen people chase. Um, uh, money rolling down the sidewalk. Can we do the bat bat? <laughs> That's not really how it goes. Not oh, no. around, at least. Tell me something that can be frustrating to use for the very first time. Frustrating to use for the very first time. Mm-hmm. Uh. Oh, man. Uh, it's a uh, uh, computer. Okay. 
Tell me something that you might accidentally throw into your garbage that would send you digging for it. Um, a golf ball. So I, I think I that to, Colin to, has heard that one. Hold on, hold on, hold on. The reason for the sound effect was because in Family Feud, don't you like tell them, hey, that was already like an answer and you got to come up with another one? Or do yeah. we not care about that here? Well, you don't care about that here because the way this works is like it's just it's accruing you points. Okay. So it's okay. almost taking the first portion of the game and applying it to the bonus portion. Got it. Because we're just seeing who can get the most points from their answers. So sorry I interrupted you with some sound effects, Colin. Well, whenever I watch Family Feud, I always be like, wow, these people are dumb because they're not thinking of the answers as what would the majority of normal people say. Right. It's something personal. They, they, well, sometimes they give personal answers, but me personally, I give a personal answer. So now you know how they feel. Yeah. Wow. I, I'm, I'm dumb. And I should have said driving stick shift. That's ah. what I should have clarified my answer. Oh, did you say that one too, Ivan? I just said driving. No, no. He uh, said for, for frustration. Yeah. For, for the uh, frustrating thing to use for the first time. Yeah. He, said, he said drive a car, right? I know, and I meant to. What I, my mind was thinking was uh, driving stick shift. That is frustrating the first time you use it. Something you throw in the trash. That I. All right, guys. Well, thanks for your answers. Uh, I've added up all of the uh, points. Would we like to know who has won this edition of Family Feud? Yes. Uh, the the yes. big winner is. Oren. Ooh. He accrued 137 points. And to be honest with you guys, it wasn't really that close. <laughs> who was who was last? I'm guessing it was me. Colin, you were in a very close uh third place. Well, what was it called third place? I mean, first, second, third. So that's not bad. I mean, but yeah, third place. <laughs> third place is last place. We don't get, we don't get point totals. Yeah. So Oren, uh, you had 137 and Ivan, you had 25. Woo! <laughs> what? I didn't even make, I didn't break 25? <laughs> oh, you, my. You, you were close. 23. 23. So you didn't quite break that 25 so, barrier. Can you go over the, can you go over the top answers? Yeah, for absolutely. That's what we do. Name something that a big brother teaches his little brother how to do. The number one answer is throw ball, like in sports. Throw ball. That's a dad thing, not a brother thing. Yeah. Well, it could be a brother thing, too. Mm. Uh, name something that a nurse asks you to do before the doctor comes in to examine you. Overwhelming answer. 62 people answered, take your clothes off or put a gown on. Uh, so that was a big one for Oren because he, he said something similar to that. Oh, 62. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. We didn't hear Oren's answers. Did I get any points for number one? Oh, yeah. They didn't even hear my answers. Yeah. Oren, his answers were shave uh, for name something that a, a big brother teaches his little brother to do. That's so a good one, Oren. Oren got a big old goose egg on that one, though. No one said shave. Really? Wow. No. That's probably a dad thing. Mm. Yeah. 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 Like yeah. that was a dad thing. Yeah. Okay. Well, a lot of these are probably to... intertwined. I mean, it could be a dad or a brother. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Okay. Third answer here. Name something you've seen people chase. Uh, Oren, you answered cat, and mm -hmm. both Colin and Ivan answered money. Uh, the number <laughs> one answer was dog. Dog. Now, no one, no one on this survey answered money. Now, if you guys were on the survey, we would have a number of two. So, I mean, that's something. 
But uh, Oren's answer of cap got him nine points. Nine points. Tell me something that can be frustrating to use for the very first time. Uh, Oren, you answered computer, as did Colin. So, Colin, that is what got you your 23 points. All That's of your like- other answers <laughs> got zero. <laughs> uh, but that was the number one answer, too, computer. So, uh, good wow. job. Nice. And tell me something that you might accidentally throw into your garbage that you would send that would send you digging for it. The number one answer was jewelry. Mm. So uh, again, Oren uh, got some big points for that one because he said wedding ring. Ah, which you know it's it's. Uh, I mean, let's not give him too much credit. He is married, so he's probably thinking along those lines. Uh, I, yeah, I'd go with the single guy responses. Yeah, well, uh, Colin, you answered golf ball. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> Well, I you, I, did you mishear the question? No, I just I really uh, I really enjoy finding golf balls in the woods when I'm playing and, and collecting them and washing them. Well, I mean, that's that's a nice hobby. I'm I'm, I'm happy <laughs> it's for an you. Old, maybe it's an old man hobby. I don't know. I think that's a way you are turning into your dad. Uh, yeah, he does. <laughs> I think it goes along with being useful with your or uh, uh, conservative with your resources. Thank you. There you go. Well, that was the game. Uh, congratulations, Oren. You have won this round. Woo! I like that game. I don't yeah. think it's fair that the host wins. The ho- It's all about the host this episode. <laughs> this game's rigged. That was a- I like that game. I think it's a great format for the show. I do. Yeah. I hardly agree. I'd like Much better it- than Rapid Fire. Yeah. It, it, this is, it's, it keeps it more interesting. Well, hopefully, we can play it again if you guys want to do that next episode. Yeah. I think this is a I- keeper. I, I just have it. one request. I'd like to play next time. So one of you will have to ask the questions. Okay. How about loser ask the questions? There you go. That way you don't embarrass <laughs> yourself again with 23, 23 points. Well, what was mine? How did I get 25? Uh, Ivan, you got 25 because you answered uh, blood, check blood pressure. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that was five points. Uh, driving a car that got you 11 points. And then Ooh. keys was nine points. You know, I would have fi- figured that uh, car keys would be higher up on that question. Tell me something you might actually throw into your garbage that you'd send digging for it. Only nine people answered that. Uh, car keys. Hmm. Overwhelming majority was jewelry and watch. Hmm. Wow. Okay. Well, thanks for the game, TJ. Thanks for hosting the game. That was fun. We'll plan on doing it again, if not next episode, probably next episode, at least another episode in the future too. So we look forward to it. Thank you for listening. We're so glad you're here on the show. Uh, Something I did not say at the introduction that I'd love to share with you now is the overwhelming amount of downloads and listeners we had to our first episode. Episode Hit it with us, Lauren. Hit us. We had 859 downloads. Woo! Say that again. 859? 859 downloads. Wow. Thank you so much for downloading and listening. Thank you. We're glad you're here. We hope you didn't. We hope you enjoyed this show, episode two. Love you guys. Leave a voicemail. We want to hear from you. We're going to play you on the show, and please leave an email if you'd like. You know, I wanted to point out too. Uh, uh, if you do so, you might be getting something in the mail Woo-hoo. as an incentive to do so. So follow uh, us on Instagram. Yeah, follow us on Instagram uh, for Real Podcast. Simple. And again, the number to call is 920-F-O-R-R-E-A-L. And the email is hello at F-O-U-R 
realpodcast.com. We look forward to your voicemails and emails, and we are so happy you're here listening to us. Thanks again. One love. He's up. He's up.